Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Hey, we're back. Hey, Bob Lambert, host of Faith Marketplace Radio, and standing in for my wonderful co-host today is our guest co-host, Junie Felix. Welcome back. Oh, it's so great to be back here, Bob. I missed you. Yeah, this is awesome. And of course, my co-host Jennifer got married. She went on her yes. on her honeymoon. And so we're giving her about a week to recover after all that before she's going to join us again. But I'm so thrilled, Junie, that you're in studio with us today and that... Um, I get, again, I get a veteran radio person sitting next to me, give me the cues and kind of give me all the uh, the tips and the, the, what the pros do, okay? Oh, hey, listen, yeah. today, uh, make sure you get out there and check out faithmarketplace.com. Uh, we have uh, lots of stuff out there. We got all the podcasts from six mm-hmm. years now, Junie. Uh, yes. six, over 600 interviews. Over 600 interviews. So much great content. I was inspired last time I checked it out, so we really want you to check it out as well. Yeah, and what do we got in that prize closet that you want to let people know about? Oh, goodness, all kinds of good swag. Lots of Faith Marketplace stuff that you won't want to miss out on, and we're going to give you the text message number in just a little while so you can win. Okay. Well, listen, I want to get right at this. Uh, All the way from Dallas, Texas, our guest today is Jamie Crosby, CEO and founder of Proactivate, which is a revenue talent acquisition company. And she's going to tell us a lot about what that means. Uh, something to do with sales and marketing and operations and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, Jamie, welcome. Thank you so much, Bob. So good to be here with you. Yes, indeedy. I've been waiting for this one. We planned this one out quite a ways out. I've had the privilege of meeting Jamie months and months ago, uh, and I'm so excited about her because I've seen her podcasts, I've seen her interviews, and this is one heck of a lady here. She has built a phenomenal uh, organization and um, and known actually globally. I mean, you've spoken mm-hmm. all over the world, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, thank you so much, Bob. Yes, it's, well, it's such a pleasure again to be here. Let's let's do this. Let's let our audience do like we do with all of our guests. Uh, you know, kind of your faith background. Did you grow up as a Christian, or you just kind of come to Christ later in life, like a lot of people we interview? Or what's that all about? What happened for you? So I grew up being exposed to uh, Christianity, but both of my biological parents were um, or are Jewish, and mm. and my stepmother, who um, ended up being the biggest influence of my life, uh, was was a Christian. She passed away 22 years ago, uh, and she was the biggest influence on my life. I I was exposed, like I said to Christianity even prior to her, but it was almost just kind of commercial Christianity. It wasn't really based on a relationship with Jesus. And again, even the Jewish faith, we sort of did the big holidays, but it wasn't a big deal either. And eventually in high school, my two high school best friends, when I was uh, around 16, 17, invited me to an FCA meeting, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and and said, hey, come come to this with us. And the message that night, I just remember, was if you feel like you have 
a hole in your heart. It's there intentionally for God. Mm. And it just made me start wanting to explore my faith. And over the course of the next year, I was really on a faith journey where I wanted to figure out what I believed. And what I really walked away with from that journey after speaking with rabbis and pastors and friends and in <laughs> lots of prayer. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a process, right? But I, I really realized that I loved the Jewish heritage, yes. and it, but it felt more like, you know, that, like grandma's chicken noodle soup or matzo ball <laughs> soup in that case, um, <laughs> but, not, but not as much as a personal relationship with God. Uh, and, and that's what I wanted and desired. I wanted more of what I heard about. And so after that journey, about a year later, uh, I was at a Weekend of Champions meeting with uh, one of those two women, uh, Rachel, who, you know, again, was one of the women who invited me to FCA, and I accepted Christ there. Nice. So I was wow. 18 uh, when I really came to faith. Wow. Well, you kn- so that was in high school then, huh? That you were exposed to FCA? Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. noticed that you said a year later you were invited to and accepted the Weekend of Champions meeting. So from a very young age, you realized you've got a strong leadership gifting. And as a woman who also has a strong leadership gifting, how did you start developing that? And then how did that flow into what you're doing now and why you're so passionate about leadership acquisition? Well, I think that's a, that's a great question. How it got developed really was for my mom. And when I say my mom, I'm talking about my stepmom. I eventually called her mom. Um, uh. But, the, you know, the, the woman who was a Christian and who uh, took me to get baptized when I did, you know, decide to become a Christian. And she's, she was amazing. And from a very young age, she was in my life from five years on. But she was always very intentional. She was a, a public speaker and a mm-hmm. VP of sales herself and very entrepreneurial and inspiring and motivating. And we started setting goals together at, at 16 years of age. Wow. And so, wow. yeah, I mean, it was just sort of woven in my, uh, you know, my life that we live intentionally with purpose for a purpose yes. mm-hmm. and, uh, and that why do anything if you're not going to go all the way. So when I'm in college and I join a sorority, she's like, so are you running for president? You know, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and I didn't just do anything I halfway. It. I couldn't. So, yeah. 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 Now, you were an athlete also, right? I, I, did, uh, I did play some sports and yeah. do other things, but I, I didn't do it, you know, seriously in college. Uh, I, I, do more of, I definitely taught aerobics and I, I teach yoga now, so it's more fitness um, than like organized sports. Yeah, but there's something else that uh, you left, you had, you shared with me about really what some other driving passion is, and it's about something amazing in your life. What's that? Oh, my children? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, driving passion for sure. I mean, absolutely today. Uh, my biggest why behind everything I do is is Campbell and Caden. My son Campbell is 12 and my daughter Caden is 11. And it, I came to eventually create Proactivate uh, knowing that I had a great career. I was VP of sales at Career Builder. I traveled all the time, but I knew I wanted to have kids and I wanted to have a life with my kids and have that balance. And although I was really always known to be such a career woman, that's not what I wanted to be known for solely when I had kids. I wanted to be a mom first. 
So they are uh, my why behind everything I do. You know, uh, we uh, we always, you know, this is wonderful, and this is a great journey you've been on and coming to the Lord and having career success and all that, but uh, that's a rosy picture sometimes. What about the challenges you've had? Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, for sure. <laughs> we all have that, don't we? Yes, uh, we do. I think, you know, there have definitely been times. So I've been, uh, when my daughter was six weeks old and my son was 17 months old, uh, I became a single mom, which was mm. never part of my plan. Yeah. Um, and and certainly not what, you know, God intended or I intended for my marriage. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. and so it was, it was, it was shocking, honestly. Uh, and it was a scenario I didn't expect. And so that was a very challenging time. Um, but even just walking forward from that, mm-hmm. being a single mom and a business owner is a huge blessing. And yet it's always a challenge, too, because I'm trying to always maintain the balance of being both. Yes, And mm-hmm. I want to be the very best at both. And there are times and I know every mother who works or even, you know, works inside the home feels that tension of wanting to be the very best and give the very best to your children and running a business, wanting to be the very best for my team. So that's definitely an ongoing challenge. I'm happy. I was happy to hear you say the word devastating because just based on what you've described, that is a huge challenge. It's more than a challenge to have your life so interrupted that way. What were some of the, maybe the top two verses that really brought you some hope and encouragement during that time where it's so tempting to just give up? Well, I would tell you uh, one of, one of and it's not necessarily a verse, but just one of the things, and I will share some verses with you, but one of the things that always helps me and definitely helped me is just remembering that God will redeem everything that's been broken. That's he will restore it all and use it for His glory. And I just had to keep reminding myself of that and and I've seen him do it, um, but I still have to remind myself. And in part, in one verse that has been super powerful to me walking through that and walking through any challenges is uh, Philippians 4.13, just I can do all things mm. through Christ who strengthens me. Because yes. in those moments with a six-week-old and a 17-month-old, honestly waking up going, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I don't know the person that I've been married to. Right. Um, and, and having that happen you know, there were moments where I just thought, how do I do this? I mean, I know I can and I will, but oh my gosh, this is not what I expected. And yes. it, it is devastating. Mm-hmm. So that's that verse where, just reminded me. Yeah, yeah, that's where that training you had in mindfulness and being intentional really came in handy. I know that personally, for sure. Remind yourself, God is working even this out for good. That's really a gift. And speaking of gifts, we're so glad that you're listening to Faith Marketplace today. We have some gifts for you. Love it if you would send us a text message, 224-404-1988. Text the word gift, and we will be sending more gifts your way very soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we got a closet full of them, folks. We got all kind of station swag here and books and all kind of neat stuff. So get out there and check us out on our website also, faithmarketplace.com. And uh, 
make sure you let your peeps know that we're out here every Saturday noon to 1 o'clock. There's a app on YLL that you can download and get us from anywhere. I don't care if you're on the soccer field or wherever you're at. You, there's no excuse now. We're, you can be wired in and listening to us, okay? Listen, we're going to be right back with our special guest, Jamie Crosby, CEO and founder of Proactivate. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back again. Bob Lambert, Faith Marketplace Radio. My special guest host today, Junie Felix. Hey, hey. And we are on with Jamie Crosby, the CEO and founder of Proactivate, uh, sharing her thoughts and wisdom all the way from Dallas, Texas today. So... Junie, I know you got something on your mind that you'd like to ask her. I do. I mean, we've learned so many great things about Jamie and her upbringing and her inspiration. And actually, Proactivate's been going strong for almost 15 years now. And you've been helping leaders and innovators all over the world just to really do some things that make a difference in the industry. But I would love to find out the practical ways that you are currently incorporating your faith and work. I mean, you're a mom and you're reaching people all over the world. How are you making this thing keep going smoothly and make sure that your faith doesn't get left out of the equation? Absolutely. That's such a great question. And I think it's a great question to ask ourselves personally and professionally, uh, because I believe we have to intentionally parent. And so that's the personal side of it with our faith at the core and, and really, you know, pouring that into our children. So that's, something I definitely uh, do. And and from a business perspective, the practical ways of doing that, first and foremost, I would tell you that we have a company verse, uh, Colossians 3.23, and that's really our foundation. And and that verse is whatever you do, work at it with all your heart Mm -hmm. as if working for the Lord, right? So everything we do, it's just a, it's a reminder that we're doing it for a bigger purpose, Mm -hmm. a bigger why. And so as a company, uh, we, we are a faith-based organization and we talk about that in the interview process and through, and not just that, you know, when we're acquiring talent for ourselves, but also it's a part of our culture. It's woven in our day to day. Our culture is really based on five key principles we call the five C's. Mm-hmm. And the first one is creator. Um, so, you know, that we believe as an organization, our main purpose is to further God's kingdom internally with our team, as well as externally through our reach in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. And so it's creator, colleagues, community, clients, and core, Mm -hmm. but creators first and foremost. And, uh, And so that's one way, just making sure people understand the big picture in, in our whole culture that we want to create is, critical. As well, we start every week uh, together in a prayer call and a devotion Mm -hmm. time together as a company. And so these are just practical things. I mean, it has to be in the everyday decisions and how we lead and guide our team and the decisions we make with clients that we intentionally do specific things to weave it in. And we've got our leadership team that is specifically based on faith-based principles. Uh, And as well, you know, with our team, being able to pray with the team and ask their prayer 
concerns, requests, and pray over them and for them weekly and have a devotion time together or before each meeting we have is, is a privilege. And I think it just helps us remain centered and know what our foundation is. Well, I, I love that. You are so strong with this. And uh, as we have many of our guests, we have to really sometimes have to dig it out of guests. How do they really incorporate this? And this is really good. How many folks are on your team now, uh, Jamie? We have about 20 people now. It wow. might be a little more because we've been hiring lately. So. <laughs> I haven't done a count this week, and honestly, it's gone up because uh, it's been, it's been, we've been blessed. So, Yeah, the, uh, the other thing, too, I, I guess I want to dig into a little bit more is, um, you know, y- your business is a tough business, uh, you know, because you've got, two, you've got two masters here. You've got both the employer and then you have the recruit, right, somebody that you're trying to get to come together. Uh, I mean, you're almost marriage counselors, right? <laughs> trying to get this all together and trying to make this For happen. Sure. It's more of dating counselors. Yeah, like, right. you know, the first date's the interview. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, you go through this whole yeah, process. No, that's good. How, yeah. how, how, how do you use that, or how do your people use their faith when they're, when they're sorting all this out? Because that can get kind of dicey, can it? Mm-hmm. You read my mind. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Well, it's funny because the other day, one of my uh, team members on our leadership team said, you know, it was a client scenario that truly was challenging and frustrating. And she said, we just need to pray for him. And she meant it. I mean, she is, she wasn't, you know, saying it kind of in a snarky way. She really meant, we got to pray for this guy. Yeah. And this, you know, this, this is not something we're going to work out. This you know, on our own, this, we just need to pray for him. So I would tell you that in our, everything we do, mm-hmm. realizing the bigger picture of why we're doing it and the work is for the Lord and his people yeah. and for the, from the standpoint of the talent to truly help them upgrade their lives yeah, and that's change where, the trajectory of their success. Like that's the big picture. Yeah, go ahead. That's why I really wanted to take a pause because you've shown us, you know, what's happening behind the curtain. We really need to pray for this, this person or this situation. You have a very strong core of faith built into the company, but what about all of the, you know, the acquisition part involves, people of all faiths and background. How do you continue to share this inclusive mindset, this welcoming hospitality mindset in your recruiting process without making people feel that they're being left out or even um, not chosen because they don't have the kind of faith that you champion? Well, you know, so here's the thing. Internally, we're very upfront. We're a faith-based Christian organization. Here are the principles we, you know, operate under. Here are the the five C's of our culture. Here's our company birth. Here are here's how you'll see that play out in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And so we we definitely are upfront that we're interviewing to ensure that that's a comfortable fit for someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes to our clients and the candidates we interview, uh, I, I would tell you that that's not necessarily a part of that process. Although okay. we're using our Christian faith, you know, in terms of how we treat them and care for them and try to help them. Right. Absolutely. But it's not a conversation because they're not coming to work with us. We hope that they mm-hmm. see God through our actions. Right. Um, and, you know, just like my, my favorite family verse, you yeah. know, just uh, Matthew five sixteen, just that they see that, you know, they see God in what we do that um, is that's super important to us. Uh, By the way, I'm pretty fond of that verse because that's our verse here for the show. Uh, I don't, <laughs> you know what? I heard that. 
yeah. the music, and I thought, well, that's interesting. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that's our that's our verse for the show, and that happened. God provided that whole thing because when I came when we came up with the concept of the show, I went to a young man that um, I wanted to help me develop the uh, logo and all that stuff, and he happened to be a, a Christian. He grew up in my neighborhood and, and in graduate school and technical creative and all that stuff. So I I went to him and uh, he went to the same church I did. And I just said, you know, here, here's my concept, Faith Marketplace, here's a da-da-da-da. You know what he did? The first thing he did to be able to pull it all together, he went right to the Bible, and he mm-hmm. picked uh, verse 516. So we use a lighthouse Aww. as take the, you know, take our, the light out from underneath, the, you know, the basket to shine before you for the glory of God in, in our works. Yeah. And so that's really yeah. what it's about. And I love what you talked about, especially Junie brought up a good thing about, um, you know, not wearing, you know, the faith on your sleeve from the standpoint of judgment or anything else. Yeah. But, but, mm-hmm. but by doing it by example, that's showing the love of Christ to everybody and anybody that you're going to encounter. Uh, and again, particularly in this uh, this you know realm of talent acquisition. Yeah, and I think that, Jamie, you've probably seen this a lot when folks are coming to you looking for placement and the right um, opportunity. I bet that you're very good at helping them to see that you are an advocate for them. And that really does, you know, get rid of all of the, the fear of being excluded for faith reasons, I would think. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I mean, that's the thing is is no one should be excluded from the love of mm. the Lord, right? And yep. and so we don't have to qualify someone's faith to show them God's love. Exactly. That's good. Well, we are really excited about the opportunity to tell our listening family about your brand new work. You've got a book coming out in November, and this is a mindset type of uh, system here because that's what you're passionate about. It's called Journey to the Top, How to Reach Your Peak Performance Life. We have three copies of this book that we're giving away. It's Jamie's brand new book. So we want you to text the word mindset to 224 404 one nine eight eight. Again, text the word mindset to two two four four zero four one nine eight eight. Three people will receive a copy of this brand new work. Yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on this book, Jamie. This sounds fantastic, and it's, it's come over a period of time with all the different work. Plus, you've got two other books that you published. Why don't you let our audience know about those two? Sure, absolutely. So the first book I published uh, was really intended to help others with sales leadership, the power of two exponential sales leadership is the title. So just the power of having true sales leadership. And then the other is how to source, qualify and hire a weak sales talent. So just how to find the best of the best sales talent out there. And that is my second book. Oh, wow. And we might not have enough time for you to really dig deep into this question about words of wisdom you would give to your younger self right now. But I do want to remind our listeners of that phone number, 224-404-1988. Text the word mindset. We're giving away three copies of that brand new book just releasing next month, Journey to the Top, How to Reach Your Peak Performance Life. Now, before we go to break, and we might have to take a break on this one, though, but Jamie, what words of wisdom would you have given to your younger self? I love this question. I love that question as well, because... I really believe if we knew what we know now, it would be easier. I would just tell you very simply that God does have a plan and a purpose for, I would have told myself, you know, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Mm 
and he will redeem everything for his glory. So anytime, you know, I would have been hurting or sad or disappointed or devastated, just to remember that God will take it all and use it for his glory. I love it. Hey, well, listen, folks, uh, you want to stay tuned because we've got another segment coming up here and also the scripture verse today that we're going to roundtable. And so you want to come back with us to listen to more of Jamie Crosby, the CEO and founder of Proactivate. Uh, also, get out there and check out our website, faithmarketplace.com. There's also, you notice, there's a donation button out there. That's how this ministry keeps going. So we'd love it if you'd uh, you know, reach in your pocket, maybe give us a couple of pennies or nickels, dimes, or whatever you got there to help us out. We're going to be right back with our special guest, Jamie Crosby. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with Jamie Crosby, the CEO and founder of Proactivate in Dallas, Texas. Hey, Jamie, I was just wondering, you know, you've got, you're doing books, you're doing all this great stuff. You and your, you know, in and of yourself, you're quite an inspiration to other business leaders and particularly women business leaders. But who inspires you? I will tell you, I have many mentors, but my biggest inspiration has come from my mom. And like uh, I shared, she was my stepmother. Uh, she was in my life starting at five years old, uh, but truly became my mom and just was the biggest example of God's unconditional love to me. She had so much energy and room for me in her life. And she was my greatest impact um, of, of anyone, even, both, I mean, my, my dad promoted that relationship, and, and he certainly is amazing, but he would tell you the same, that even more than my biological parents, she was a major impact in my life, and always really planted the seed of growth in me, which has propelled me to uh, become a speaker on mindset, because that's really me following in her footsteps. Very yeah, nice. That is that's fabulous. I I, uh, I knew that when we had the you know in the in the previous segment that you had brought that up, but we wanted to drill down that a little bit because it sounded like she was quite a powerful woman, molded and shaped you into the woman mm. and helped it to you become the leader uh, and uh, courageous woman that you are. So, and it's a good example. Yes, of she how, absolutely. Yeah, it's a great example of how we can you know sell ourselves a little short when it comes to the level of encouragement that we can offer in our households first. And speaking of encouragement, we we always love to spend some time on that culture and encouragement. It all works together. What do you do that you found is most effective when it comes to encouraging your customers and your clients and your employees, even vendors? Well, I I do think, again, that you're absolutely right. It's it's very important, and it also has to be intentional. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one of the things we do, you know, internally is just to inspire and encourage is we have a weekly solutions room call and we call it that because I think when you have a growth mindset, you live in the solutions room, not the situation room, right? (laughs) When you have a fixed mindset, (laughs) when you have a fixed mindset, you're in the situation room, right? And so we have a, a weekly call where we are in the solutions room together and we bring key challenges and issues and things that we could improve on and brainstorm it. And so I'm like, welcome to the solutions room. So that's one thing I do just to encourage our internal team members. And we also have mindset meetings. So for our monthly uh, meetings, we have a mindset moment and, and really talk about how we can uh, make an impact 
internally and externally based on on really resetting our mindset and Mm -hmm. making sure we're living out our faith. Uh, That and just, you know, putting uh, prayer time and devotional time into our time together as a team, I think that's inspiring. And just celebrating life, right? Mm -hmm. Celebrating success. and And I really appreciate the way that in your celebration of life and success and developing that kind of mindset, you also have a lot of service projects that you're involved in that really helps build the team. Tell us about some of your, maybe your ministry with uh, formerly incarcerated mothers. So creative there. Well, and that's been Exodus Ministries. It's been such a blessing. So that is something I would say we do outside, you know, out in the community and uh, to encourage others. So that's that's been a group that we have uh, been able to go into, and we did a whole mindset workshop for them oh, to I just love see that. themselves different and really live to their full potential. And, and then, you know, continue to encourage them, uh, the women there, because they're really getting a second chance at life. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's a ministry, like you said, you know, it's empowering formerly incarcerated moms and their children to have a, a fully productive and fulfilling life through now, Jesus. You're, you're, and you're, so, you're tagging on my heartstrings there, girl. You know, I'm involved with the Legacy Reentry Foundation here in Chicago. That helps formerly incarcerated with employment, empowerment, and, uh, you know, um, education. So uh, that is uh, something I'm very intentional about in what we're being able to do there. It also is a ministry. You know, it's a wonderful faith-based ministry that actually is going into one of our local jails and ministering to the formerly incarcerated, which the founder of that uh, was, was formerly incarcerated and came to the Lord while he was in prison. And, um, boy, I'll tell you. Uh, I have so much admiration for folks that are stepping into that, like yourself, and really giving these folks a, a lot of you know encouragement and empowerment, but also just helping them practically. I'm sure you help these uh, these folks practically with some of the things that you know is from a professional standpoint too, right? Absolutely, and and that's yes, we've done uh, seminars on resumes and how to get jobs and and help them in those ways as well. It's just an honor to love on them in in all different capacities. Well, reading through you know everything about uh, the proactivate mindset and the books that you've written, I mean, it's very impressive. But I'm more impressed by the fact that this is a very prayerful endeavor that you have going on here. I feel like the success that you've enjoyed for close to twenty years now is because you've got that prayer at the center. That right there is a mindset that I really believe makes all the difference. So just well done. Yeah, well done is right. Oh, thank you. Hey, um, thank you. I noticed one thing that was uh, pretty interesting here when you t- we talked to ask you about resources um, that you'd recommend to equip other uh, in, in, you know entrepreneurs and business owners. And you mentioned purpose-driven life. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, I just love that book, and uh, I read it years ago, and I've read it more than once, but Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren, and mm-hmm. it just, it, it really is about living intentionally, living with purpose, and understanding why we're really here, mm-hmm. uh, and, and to to help further God's kingdom, right? And if we get the big picture of why, yeah. uh, you know, it, it certainly makes the what and how <laughs> Yeah, much easier. <laughs> and so it, it just spills over into our lives personally and professionally. Absolutely. So I, I love that resource because, I mean, I could give you a million business books and sales-related books and things like that, but the real 
big picture is why are we doing what we're doing? What's the bigger purpose behind it? One of my favorite things about that resource in particular is the fact that Rick Warren, he and his wife, Kay, they, you know, they, they made a, a, a resolution that they would live off of the, the 10 and give away the 90. Yeah, that and was amazing. that comes right. from that kind of mindset of knowing yeah. what's most important in life. Yeah, it looks like that also kind of led you into your new book, right? Some of the work that you've done there, or maybe about that high-performance mindset system. Uh, yes, I do feel like it's all very interrelated. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's really cool. Hey, listen, um, we we always have fun with this particular question, and um, and you're no exception. You're not going to get off the hook on this. <laughs> you know? so, oh, no, what is it? Well, we'd like for you to, to name some things that people may not know about you. Obviously, our listening audience is getting introduced to you today that might be interesting, funny, amazing, cool, whatever you want to say. What would those be? Oh, wow. Well, I love your radio voices, by the way. I used to have a radio show in college, but then I had my own TV talk show. So nice. that's one fun thing. <laughs> um, that was, that was I said my own. I mean, there was a producer and I was chosen as, the, as a co-host with another uh, male host. There it you was go. Ex- extremely fun. Uh, I've, I'm trying to think. I've done some kind of crazy things like skydiving and <laughs> okay. skydiving a couple times so and yeah. paragliding i'm not afraid to to take risks and have fun and i've run several marathons nice. so wow. in chicago was my first marathon oh, so is there that you right? go. oh, oh wow. congratulations yeah, yeah i'm a distance great. runner too and i remember my co-host on my last radio show he said why would you jump out of a perfectly good plane <laughs> so way to go with the skydiving <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure why. There's no good reason, right? <laughs> hey, listen, I know that the the uh, listening audience out there is really intrigued by some of the stuff you do. How is the best way for them to get a hold of you, Jamie? Well, they could definitely connect with me at uh, www.proactivate.net or mm-hmm. Crosby with I-E-C-R-O-S-B-I-E at proactivate.net. And then on LinkedIn as well, they can find me under Jamie Crosby. And uh, definitely feel free to call me, too, at 214-720-9922. Wow. There's a true salesperson right there and a recruit and a talent person because they're not going to miss any opportunity <laughs> for right. letting somebody get a hold of them and contact them. I'm my Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> We're also excited oh. because we have some giveaways for you today. If you text 224 224- Four zero four one nine eight eight. Text the word mindset. We have three copies of this book. We're so excited to tell you about releasing in November journey to the top, how to reach your peak performance life. And this is one of those mindset resources. Proactivate does these mindset workshops. You'll be getting a sample of that in this great book. Just text two, two, four, four, zero, four, one, nine, eight, eight. Text the word mindset. Yeah, Jamie, I, you, you did something that I, it was really found interesting. You talked about on here that uh, that twenty percent of success is made up of skill and tool set. What's the balance of that made up of? Isn't that crazy? So yeah. we interview talent all the time for skill set, but eighty percent of success is based on mindset. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the way we think, on on our beliefs, yeah. uh, and so. 
It's it's very interesting, and most companies spend so much time developing talent in the area of skills. Yes, but eighty percent of it is is mindset. You've got to have both, obviously, but the bigger picture is the will more than the skill. Yeah, one of my uh, one of my bosses early on when it meant, when he's in management, sales management, he said, "Hire for attitude; the rest you can train." <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, he was right. You know, it's uh, it is about the, the mindset. As I say, sales and any of this kind of thing is from the neck up. You know, so. yeah, I'd love for you, Jamie. You said the, the bigger picture is will. What's that? What did you just say again? Did you coin that? Well, I, I know, but I was just, I mean, maybe I did. Never I don't heard know, it. but I was just saying, <laughs> I was saying will more than skill. Uh, you know, you it's, it's more of the will more than skill. So it's just that grit, that commitment to excellence, perseverance, optimism. I'm going to win no matter what, more than I've been doing this exact skill for this many years. I wow. love I it. wish she could see the look on my face. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, she just went boom. Hey, stay tuned here. We're coming up our next segment. Do you keep your employees informed about business? We'll be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with our special guest, Jamie Crosby, the founder and CEO of Proactivate. And uh, we're going to be taking a, a verse out of today, out of our a page, out of our uh, Proverbs for Business. Uh, please keep Steve Meyer in prayer. He's really battling through some tough health issues out there, the author of this. Do you keep uh, your employees informed about the business um, where there is no guidance, the people fall. Proverbs eleven fourteen. Jamie, since you're deep into this with talent acquisition, you're talking to employers and employees all the time or potential employees. What's your thoughts on this? I think it's critical. I do. I think, first of all, a lot of times we ask people to do things in business and they don't always know the why behind it, the big picture. And it's not just our why. Obviously, as leaders, we need to understand their bigger why. But for them to understand the business with more depth allows them to have more depth. And if we expect people to think like business owners or care like we do, which is very hard to find, we need to give them the information. And so we, we're very intentional about that. We share, you know, our financial results, our sales results. People know month to month how we're doing on our, our goals, uh, really day to day. And, and I think it's critical. We have a scorecard and we share it and we measure a lot and share a lot. Mm. And I really appreciate that. We've also spent some time looking at John fifteen fifteen, where Jesus says, I no longer call you slaves. Slaves don't know what the master's doing, but I've called you friends. How do you find that it's, you know, it's a delicate balance. You've got to open door, but there are some things that you really have to decide whether or not to bring everybody in on. How do you, how do you balance that at Proactivate? Well, so I just err on the side of if I were them, what would I want to know and what's helpful? I, I never want to share stuff. It's sort of like with my kids as a mom, right? I, mean, I don't ever want to share stuff where they have to TMI. carry a burden they don't need, right? Yeah, like their kids, they don't need to carry a burden. And obviously, you know, my team members aren't, but it's not, it's not ever to share with them uh, so that they feel more stress, but it's mm-hmm. to share with them so, they, so they're as complete 
authenticity and visibility. And if we're working towards something, we're all working toward it together. Or if we make a different decision than they initially thought, they understand why and what's going on and what's behind it. Yeah, I, I would, uh, help me understand, too, uh, Jamie, uh, the advice that you're giving to employers, because what I see an awful time is a big disconnect from what they put down on a spec sheet or a job you know, sheet versus what the reality is. And then all of a sudden the employee shows up and there's all kinds of surprises. How do you help them navigate that so that, that what they're putting out there and what they're looking for and what they're communicating is actually congruent with what's going to happen when they come on board? What they're, what they're sharing or putting out there in terms of to the client? No, to the, to when, when you're looking for talent and the, working with the employers as to how they're really um, – shaping, you know, the job spec and, and what they're looking for. You mean like Glassdoor, that yeah. kind well, of mindset? Yeah. What is this company actually really like so there's no right. surprises? Right. Oh, yes, hard. yes, we do. That's a great question. So we, I just want to make sure I understood correctly. So we, we do a very in-depth implementation process to really understand not just the ideal candidate profile, but their culture, their story in the marketplace, because we see ourselves as an extension of their internal team. And so we really want to make sure that what we're representing is is Mm -hmm. something that we can really stand behind and is authentic. Yeah, you know, go ahead. I've seen a lot of companies that are trying to implement strategies like giving everybody a share of the company. They try to do these blanket strategies that are supposed to encourage helping people feel like they are part of the family. They do belong. You're invested in this because you care about the future long term. Have you found some other strategies or more uh, helpful when it comes to giving that sense of ownership to the employees? Well, I do. I think, you know, I think everything you said is really key. And I also think uh, the more information they have um, and and really the opportunities to make decisions um, Mm. Uh, that, you know, I think sometimes giving people performance-based freedom where, hey, you can, these are all decisions you can make. Or when they come to you saying, what do I do? Instead of answering it for them. And, and just, you know, giving them the solution, saying, what would you do? Because I fully trust you. Oh, right. nice. And yeah. I want to hear what you would do first. It, it, and it, and it, by the way, it's okay if it's not the same as what I would do. It's even better, because why would I hire myself? Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, Jamie, also, that plays into, obviously, the big issue, and, my, and maybe some things we should have gotten into earlier, was uh, exactly, the, you know, addressing millennials and Zs now, because they do have a different, uh, you know, mindset about things, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, that, that's a whole different, you know, uh, conversation when it comes to talent acquisition with millennials because they care different. They yeah. care about different things. I right. Say. Yeah. And I'm sure that you're advising and gu- giving guidance to your employers if that's who their target is and trying to bring those young people into their organizations. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, real briefly, uh, uh, what's we- important to them? We didn't get into a little bit. Just uh, real quickly, why don't you just just give a quick overview as to what it is you guys actually do down there at Sure. So, yeah, well, I'd love to. I'd love to. So we specialize in sales, sales leadership, marketing, marketing leadership, sales operations, anything supporting revenue generation in terms of uh, helping to source, qualify, and hire elite talent. And we are structured completely differently than like a traditional recruiter. But what we do is help companies in a number of ways, either help grow and expand their team geographically or vertically, or help replace C players with A players, or just have a funnel 
prepared in case the top performer were to unexpectedly leave or get promoted. So we work globally in those key areas, and, uh, and of course, as well, I do uh, speaking on mindset and in other areas as well. Yeah. Really glad to hear you say that word again. It's one of my favorites, mm-hmm. mindset. <laughs> and it's Aww, actually... That. We're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, it's actually the key word we'd love for you to text right now, 224-404-1988, 224 224- Four zero four one nine eight eight. Text the word mindset and you could win one of three copies of that brand new release. It's Journey to the Top, How to Reach Your Peak Performance Life. I'm going to call it a guidebook for developing the mindset that can lead you to the next level in your professional and personal life. Now, I know there's some people, some of our listeners out there that might want to you know, you know, miss the first segment. Jamie, how are they going to get a hold of you and get some more of your wisdom? Oh, please feel free to email me at J. Crosby, C-R-O-S-B-I-E, at proactivate.net, or, of course, go to proactivate.net. If you're interested in learning about the topics that I speak on or having a peak performance mindset workshop or keynote for your organization, go to jamiecrosby.com, again, J-A-M-I-E-C-R-O-S-B-I-E, Com, and that's all about speaking. And uh, certainly can find me on LinkedIn as well or reach me at 214-720-9922. And having spent this time with you, Jamie, I don't think it's a stretch for me to say if you email or you call or you text, you're going to get plenty of prayer. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> this is an organization that wrap, understands yeah, prayer. Yeah, absolutely understands prayer and, and uh, the, my, the thoughtfulness. And I just love... The whole message here today, Jamie, it's really refreshing. Uh, from the day that I met you and the conversations we've had, I'm just so excited about you, your organization, and how you're really being, you know, the hands and feet of Christ out there and, and giving us a little, uh, you know, light at the end of the tunnel out there, and particularly in a, in a really critical area today for a lot of folks out there because everybody's looking for great talent, and you fill the bill. Well, listen, this is Bob Lambert again, host of Faith Marketplace Radio. And also joining me today in studio, which is always fabulous lady, Junie Felix, a guest co-host today. Jennifer will be back with us uh, yes, next week and uh, taking her seat. It's uh, you know, well, Junie's been warming it up for him while she's been on her honeymoon. So uh, <laughs> get out there and check us out at faithmarketplace.com. We're on every Saturday noon to one o'clock here at AM eleven sixty. Hope for your life. We hope that you'll tell your friends out there too. And also just check out the website for all the podcasts. Download them, listen to them when you got windshield time, or just you know love to get some inspiration. We have wonderful interviews and have for the past six years. We'll see. We'll listen. Listen for us again next Saturday. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.